So, uh, home, um, did you bring me that hand sanitizer that I asked you to bring? No, I didn't actually. Uh, it's all at my place, all 75 boxes that I bought. You're the guy. Yes. Ah, see, I bought one bottle like a week ago. And like you're when out. I went, to, I went to Target and they had a ton of them. I'm assuming if I went back now, They're I'm gone. I'm screwed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you so want to come over. Them all. If you want to come over, I am selling them. Oh, really? For a nicely marked up but generous. Oh, that's uh, nice of you. It's very, it's Do very generous. Community? It's uh, a what generous. You, what's, what's a bottle? I cost? mean, it's about 50 bucks. It's pretty generous if yeah. you ask me. I mean, compare There's people selling them for a hundred. So, yeah. Um, how about uh, surgical masks? Any of those? You know, those are all for me. But that's because I like to put them all over my body and run around the house and say, I'm safe. I'm safe. Yeah, you slide your feet through the things and yes. wear one as a cup. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Like a, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know me. You know yeah. me. I mean, I mean uh, now, how have you been, uh, you know, you went to the movies over the weekend. I how did. did. You prepare for. I just you know, went. You just went. OK. I yeah. figure it's still semi winter. So I'm like, I'm pretty clothed. I don't touch okay. a whole lot of things. Nobody's breathing on you. I mean, thank God. Yeah, I feel bad, but it's like, you know, those heavy people when they go to movies and they're and like, they breathe. <sighs> yeah, I know. And you're like, this is how you just breathe, like relaxed. This is like, my God, I can't imagine you snoring. It's crazy because like, I, you know, and I don't know, maybe that happens to me too. I get conge congestion quite a bit, but like. Right. I always feel like, wouldn't I be able to tell if I was doing that? You know, I used to date someone who just, can you just, can you just shut up? And it's like, okay, okay. Oh, so really? I, so I've been trained to be very aware of my breathing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what else was I going to say? Oh, uh, I feel like it was coronavirus related, but yeah. Um, luckily this is a podcast, so no one needs to leave the house, yep. to, uh, but movies are being affected. Box office is going to be affected. Yeah. This is, um, this is, uh, this is strange it what, is. What, what you're witnessing right now, but that's not what these people are here for. In fact, I will say that I have actively avoided coronavirus news because I'm like, you know what? If I get it. I'm going to fucking get it. That's true. That is true. Like, yeah, I'll just wash my hands more. You know what would be nice is hmm. what if they decide like, okay, we have to cancel all these movies. Let's just throw them direct on demand Ooh. and let people pay like 12 Ooh. bucks to rent them Ooh. or even like 20 bucks. I mean, that's great for people like you and I who have decent entertainment systems at home. But if you're watching on a nice little 32 inch, that's eh. true. You, you remember when What's, thirty? You I don't remember, remember when thirty-two? The last time. I was just gonna say. <laughs> remember when thirty-two was like kind of like? Yeah, that was actually like kind of a big deal. You know that is funny. When's the last time you saw a TV that was like sixteen or, or twenty-four inches, and it was just like a normal, <laughs> right? Like it doesn't even exist. Like in your kitchen, you have like a you know an you got, HD yeah, TV. Yeah. You got at least days. a twenty-four inch in your in your kitchen. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, you're Jesus standing Christ. like right in Are front of Are we talking them. about privilege or what the fuck? It's I the mean, new world. Uh, I mean, I mean, you know what? I don't have a kitchen or I don't have a TV don't, in my kitchen. I don't either. But if you, but if you did, it wouldn't be like... Why do you need like, a TV in your kitchen for fucks? Just cook and get out. Well, maybe you like those cooking shows. Yeah, that's what your phone's for. Although I suppose people probably put like a tablet on like a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. A tablet nowadays is better picture quality and a better experience than like the TVs with the built-in right. VCRs right. back in the day. Oh my God, I had one of those. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we are already just We're well off track. Welcome yeah. to Bored and Annoyed. Our topic this week is uh, TVs. No, uh, no, it's not. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, yeah, I think that's it's right. I think it's something about the Invisible Man. Yes. and the dark universe the dark universe the new dark universe it's so new and different and fresh and interesting yeah well we don't know if it's a universe yet but we're going to discuss our dark like, universe like all right? the internet we're gonna extrapolate based on <laughs> right. one thing yep that's and right uh but we have news i'm assuming we do have news yeah we could go into some news that's a thing that we do important and the most entertaining news that you will get all day is the movie news with a couple of rabble rousers jackson and helmet the movie it's bored and annoyed with the news first we've got james bond is being delayed till november till november seven months that seems a bit excessive they seems... must have really read the tea leaves on the box office i keep thinking i mean like you know like Black Widow hasn't like Black Widow is like kind of like the next big release sure. in May. And it's like they haven't moved. Well, maybe they're like, OK, well, let's just move it to May. But then they're like, oh, but Black Widow's in May. <laughs> right, so let's yeah. move it. You know what I mean? Is this even a packed summer? Like, I don't even know many releases for this summer. No, I don't. I, I don't either. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that sucks. It does suck. I was all pumped. We were talking about doing a James Bond episode. Yep. But that'll have to be pushed. Although maybe that helps us because then we actually have time. We can watch to do all a re- 20 billion <laughs> other movies where he walks down a hallway and they're like, let's play the theme because yep. nothing else is happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, James Bond. But yeah, that sucks. Uh I mean, what else is there? There's the hunt that's coming out this weekend. Yeah. Apparently, you the know, hunt it's funny. is a hunt. So one thing I noticed with my sleuthing, by the way, Ooh, about sleuthing. This, when I checked it on Flickster, right, the runtime was like an hour and fifty-four minutes or something. But then on Adam Tickets, it's an hour and thirty minutes. So was it incorrect in one or the other spot or did the movie have a bunch of shit cut out of it? Right. Maybe they're releasing two versions. Depends on the theater you go to. Yeah. Uh, the choose your own adventure. Yeah. Movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, there is that. There's a little bit of Marvel news, as we always have, because, I mean, for fuck's sake, they just Marvel can't. shell. They can't. They yeah. can't. They can't just not have news. Christian Bale's officially been cast. Christian right? Bale's officially cast. He is cast as the villain, according to Tessa Thompson. And we don't know who the villain is. We don't know who the villain is. This is very exciting, though, because that is some big chops. And I keep thinking, I'm like, you know, 
Christian Bale could go like one of two ways. He could be like, I'm going to do like uh, like a serious villain, kind of like like Hella kind of sort of took herself seriously in the movie. Like she was vamping for sure, way more than anyone else in the movie. In she the movie. she took her the most she took herself the most serious out of anybody in the movie. Um, and I'm like, okay, could, Christian could do that, or he's going full on just I'm in a Taika movie. I'm gonna be a Taika character. We'll see. So and he's going to do a good job, whoever plays. But my fucking hope is that he's Gore the God Butcher because it is such a good story. Sweet. Uh, I'm still just worried about Natalie Portman coming back. Mm. I, I, I think if there's anybody that can make Natalie Portman affable, <laughs> it's Taika Waititi. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Sounds like he might be joining the uh, She-Hulk series. This is interesting to me because now you've got kind of like one of the big six in a TV series, in a TV series. Now, I'm sure it's probably certain levels of cameos. Sure. But that in and of itself, I mean, he's still Professor Hulk. I mean, unless he unless they kind of cop out and they're like, God damn it. When when that news gets shared, I'm thinking like, you know, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. And then he's going to be. I mean, they could still do either or right they can figure something out it's funny because um downey jr went on uh uh rogan not too long ago yes and he was sort of talking about like yeah you know like we do character progression and stuff like you know we've never seen the hulk like that and it's all fair points but he's also like and once you do that like you can't unrelease that genie out of the bottle and he's like or maybe you can't and it's so true because you can it's the Hulk. It's comics. You could totally unwrite well, that, it. That interview was funny, too, because like already it's like, all right. So, uh, Robert, when you would you do back? it again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good interview. It was funny to watch uh, Rogan kind of gets into sort of like political territory and Downey's pretty good about sort of dancing out of it. He's just a likable guy. Yeah. He just doesn't want to touch. He's like, you no, know, well, he's you know, smart. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how yeah. smart he is. But uh, but yeah, so that's kind of like the Marvel news. We do have some DC news, though. They revealed the Batmobile. Ooh, yes. The Are you excited for the crossover of Fast and the Furious and Batman? I If it means Batman full on kills all of them. Ride? Oh, if he kills all Batman of them. Batman doesn't kill, Alex. Um, you I can't complain. You're, tell you're that willing to, to make Keaton, an exception. Tell that to Michael Keaton. Ben Affleck. And ben Affleck. Okay. I think the car looks great. I think it looks fucking awesome. It looks so sick. Yeah. I am so on board. It it feels like it's like a muscle car. It's for like a muscle car, but it yeah. like but like the the rear lights kind of like give me like a Blade Runner twenty forty nine kind of feel. Do we know when when does this movie take place? What like decade? I'm hoping I'm hoping they kind of just do like a you know it's a different world. Okay, we've done sort of like gothic batman and then we did sort of modern batman sure let's just put him back in a a weird world where it could be 1980 or 2020 you know i'm fine with that like they've got weird old-fashioned looking cars but maybe they got and motorcycles but maybe they've got cell phones i don't fucking care it just looks dope the 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 car looks awesome although part of me is like why am i seeing all this i'd rather have it just be revealed fucking surprise i I want it in the trailer is where i want it because then i get the full accompaniment of the music and everything what 
What do you think would happen if somebody had the balls, like, like if Matt Reeves, like, only had a teaser trailer where you don't see shit, they kept it under, like, complete lockdown? Like, do you think it would affect box office I think in a be- very negative way if they did that? I think, you know, that's a tough one because I think back to... Um, Batman Begins and like the trailers for Batman Begins. And I think there might have been one reveal shot at the end with him in the suit. But there I don't think they're like the first Not trailer. Much. Yeah. Well, it's funny because imagining I remember when that came out thinking like, why are they doing Batman again already? Right. But like, it was fucking amazing. It's like, <laughs> but but it also of oh, the, of it the, was amazing. Yeah. But of the series, it made the least amount of money by far. But then the question is, is like you have to measure Batman fatigue because Batman Forever just get, or uh, and Robin. But it Batman wasn't and Robin, just. Right. It was like eight years. I thought they. I thought they did like. I thought it was more. Of the, I thought it was closer to like five. But you might be right. Um, no, actually, you, I, I think it was five to right. seven. I think it was five to seven. I think. Um, because I think Batman and Robin was like a 98 movie. 97. 97. And then I think Batman Begins is 2005. 2005. So eight years. So eight years. So you were right. You were right on the money. What's new? Aha. But yeah, no, this, uh, <laughs> I love the look of everything in this movie. I love everything about it. Uh, even like they got a shot where Batman's standing next to the car and you don't really see his face. You just, it's like the, the behind yes. the, you know, and I just, Love it. I fucking love it. I'm down. I'm so fucking down. Everything I've heard about this movie sounds fucking amazing. And yes, if it was a different director other than Matt Reeves, I probably wouldn't feel that way. But it's Matt Reeves. Right. Now, did you hear this thing where, and I, this is me just talking out of my ass. Um, Do you know if the director of Joker really said that He's not Arthur Fleck isn't the Joker. Who said this? The, apparently there is a rumor that the uh what's the guy who direct what's his fucking name? The the oh the hangover guy. Anyways, doesn't matter. Hangover guy, director of Joker. Yes. Uh there is a rumor that Arthur Fleck is not the real Joker, but a Joker who inspires whoever the real joker that's been, is that's kind of been a theory that's been floated around basically ever since the movie came out it's interesting that he's actually giving it credence though he apparently supports the idea i'm looking at it right now um so he's he's teasing that it might not be now that would actually make it make more sense to me logically it would, because i don't see arthur fleck that character yes. as the guy who would be this mastermind, right? Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of, it's two options you have. You can say, well, that's not the Joker from the comics. He's not a genius. True. Then the other option is totally different universe. Whatever. Could be a different take, whatever. Um, I kind of, I don't know exactly how I feel about that. Cause it's like, it sounds like you're backpedaling on your joker it would undercut the movie it would undercut the movie i think because then it's like it's like hey the movie's called joker but not really jokes on you ha 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 that's the full title there you go well maybe that's the very it's very it's very wordy but yeah i thought it was an interesting thing that's 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 interesting i'm not i'm not in love with you're not fully on board well it just it does the more i think about it the more it sounds like uh he's 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 pussying out of his own movie 
And that's just, it's like, dude, just have some balls. Yeah, you didn't make a full-on real Joker movie. You did your take. It, that's so fine. It, it sounds to me like it's like, okay, well, we need to figure out how to make more money off this with a sequel. And I don't know how we can possibly make it like a Batman thing because this character can't fuck with Batman. No, he's going you know to get his ass kicked. He's over. He's done <laughs> if he fucks with Batman. Um, there are some universal monsters getting into like kind of our topic okay. uh, movie news. So we've got the director, um, Karen Kusama. Uh, she directed the invitation, which uh, we just talked about. Yeah. Um, you can listen to, I guess it was two weeks ago. We did that. What else um, did she direct? She d- directed uh, Jennifer's body and destroyer. And I believe destroyer is the one with uh, Nicole Kidman. Was it Nicole Kidman? Oh, yes. yes, that one. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I think Jennifer's body is probably the one that's going to be considered the miss out of that. Yes. But the invitation is is very good. And I've heard nothing but good things about Destroyer, uh, Destroyer is like there's things I loved about it. There's things that I didn't love about it. it sure. It looked better than it was. Sure. In the trailers, but um, it wasn't bad. It was a good movie. Rumor has it that this is actually going to be like a modern take on it. Like on Dracula, right? On Dracula. Dracula. So like, I think it might be the idea that maybe he's like in New York instead of like Transylvania or whatever. Um, I wish you had watched all of Dracula. Right. right, For this conversation. Because. Right. But so there's that news. And then there's also the news that uh, James Wan is working on a Universal Monsters movie, but they don't we don't know which one. Okay. So uh, now I'm kind of like, are you guys ramping this shit up? Well, okay, let's let's talk about Invisible Man. Is this a good segue to kind of bring well, these mean, two together? Uh, well, I want to get your take on those two directing movies for I this. Like, I like it, and I think that they're smart for if they're going to do them all in the style of Invisible Man where they spend like $7 million. Right. I think that's what Invisible Man's budget was. It was super cheap. Right. This is a Blumhouse one for for Dracula, I believe. Okay. They did Invisible Man too. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's a super cheap, you know, movie. Right. They make $60 million or whatever it was. Right. Uh, it didn't like crush it, but it doesn't need to, right? Right. And you just put that in contrast with what they tried to do what, with what, the mummy. Yeah. What did the mummy cost? Like almost $200 million? It's insane. Yeah. And then that movie probably made 40 or 50 in its opening weekend, I would right, guess. Right. And that is a loss a like crazy. Loss. Yeah. So... I don't know. I'm not against it as long as they're all good, right. I guess. But this Bloomhouse is bizarre because sure. they're making shit like this. I've heard this, uh, oh, God, what Fantasy Island movie they came out with is just an abomination. It's got like, you what, know? a 6%? Yeah. So they make shit like that. Yeah. And then they make shit like The Invisible Man. And I don't know what to think of that company. Right. right. Well, I think that's the thing is like. When you are kind of throwing that little into the movies, I think there's probably a lot less hands on, um, you know, uh, studio meddling that goes on. So it's like, well, maybe you hired a bad writer or maybe you hired a bad director and they just made a bad movie. Well, and I would guess Fantasy Island probably at least made its money back anyway. Right. Which is probably why they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We, We just do the eight to 15 million dollar movie and we know we're gonna make our money back so yeah i'm a producer but i really i just don't do anything yeah 
I just tell people, oh, it sounds like a movie. That's probably true. Um, so, I mean, that's a thought. But I love uh, uh, this this Karen being the director of uh, Dracula. Uh, Dracula. I love that because I think the invitation is fucking great. Yeah, uh, it's good. Um, so, and uh, I'm a little, I'm interested what they could do with a modern take. Um, I I hope that they kind of find a way to find a new angle on Dracula. Um because you look at like the invisible man and it's very much about like abusive relationships. Sure. That's the whole yes. metaphor. Uh, interesting idea. Really uh, well done there. And we can get into that with the review. But it's like, what do you do with Dracula? What is 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 I mean, is Dracula the stalker? I mean, you've already kind of dealt with that in, in invisible man. Yes. Um, or or what, what do you what do you make him? Do you make him rape culture? Do you make him or do you just not have every movie have to have some, you know, well, th- big metaphorical you, stance you, to take? Maybe not. But I feel like that's the strength of these characters is that you're, they're broad enough that they should be used to make social commentary of some kind. I mean, yes, you always get the fun sure. of like the kills and stuff, but I feel like that's what lends them. I feel like when you stop allowing a character to grow is sort of when they stop becoming timeless. Well, and that could be interesting too, because you've got, you could have, you could have like different kind of, uh, philosophical or, you know, political quote unquote leanings kind of like, that's what they're butting heads over. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that could be interesting. I I just think that there's, there's, a lot rife with with Dracula. There are so many great angles to take. Those like the whole like I outlived everybody I loved, sure. or or maybe he's you know, I mean, there's something <laughs> there's something really uh, uh, um, deeply political about the idea of a very rich white man who literally sucks the blood of people You're assuming below. Him. Dracula's white. That's true. You could, and and that's the thing. Uh, you know, they, they could <laughs> race swap. That's entirely possible. They could do something completely different. Maybe he's from Transylvania. He comes over. It's an immigrant story about coming to there America. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. But you've got a lot of potential here. Someone he's, has to invite him into the United States. Mm, <laughs> there's the political message. <laughs> and the scary thing is, is he has coronavirus. Yes. Hey. There you go. <laughs> That's where it all started. That's yep. where the coronavirus came from. Well, was, I said, it's funny. These diseases or even just what's going on in, in life just makes you think about like movies when you think oh, about movies totally. all the time. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like. God, what if there was a movie about a guy who's like, I'm the only person that's immune to a certain disease? You know, that's so that's an angle. Sure. And then there's or woman. I don't fucking care what gender or a guy or a girl who's uh, uh, the originator of the disease. Someone is right. Someone is some Chinese person out there ate like a live jokes on you. It was a white businessman who came <laughs> over and he was like, I'm a eat and have sex with all of the animals in this fucking marketplace. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Hey, you never know. You never know. It was Dracula. (laughs) It was Dracula. You can't get enough sex or blood. It's true. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm all for it. Keep making them. Don't make a shitty one. 
I'm right. fine. Right, so, right. Do we want to do a review of Invisible Man? Let's talk Invisible Man, because I think that's kind of the, the segue. So um, I quite enjoyed um, Vis- Invisible Man. I thought it was uh, really well done for the most part. Um, it it kept it really simple to the things about that idea that are creepy. We didn't have the, you know, hollow man slash uh, rise of the planet of the apes slash right. whatever type lab bullshit yes. that we needed. It had a different spin on it, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, I wasn't comfortable with at first right. because I want it to be one thing. Yep. And when it's not... I'm kind of like, oh, Mm. but you're not the thing I know. Right. But you know what? We've seen enough of some of this shit. Yeah. And I can't let my personal, you know, feelings towards a specific story or character get in the way of that. So I thought it was good. I liked it. I like it. It kind of reminds me of like uh, it's it's like doing uh, comic book characters. You know, as long as you're staying true to the spirit of what the character is and what they mean. Right. You're okay. And you got some liberties. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was actually a pretty good movie. Uh, I didn't I didn't love it. Um, but considering uh, what I have seen this year so far, it is easily the best movie I've seen sure. all year. Um, it's not even close. Yeah. Uh, it has some problems. Um, it starts a little slow, I guess, is one of my uh, and it's not it's not horribly slow, but you do kind of get to the point where you're like, oh, I'd, I'd like some of the, you know, reasons that I came here for those things to start happening. Um, and then I do have my standard like, what the fuck are you doing? Horror movie Horror cliche. Movies. Stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. Horror movies like people just making dumb mistakes. Um but beyond those things, it's an enjoyable ride, um, and I would recommend it. Yeah, I. Uh, it was nice to see like uh, like Doctor Sleep. I would say is the last like mainstream feeling horror type movie yeah, I, that yeah. I liked. Yeah, that I thought was actually well done and creative, and you know, it seemed like they actually gave a shit. Yeah. Most of them, I feel like, are just loud noises, camera pans left and right. And there, and there were it. a few jump scares in this where I was like, you cheap fucking bastards. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but see, they're so they were so good at like. But they kind of they, they kind of didn't like do it too much. There was no. I think there was one in particular. I was like, you motherfuckers. Well, what they were smart about is there are scenes in this movie where you're like looking around the screen you're looking and they for... don't pay it off. Yeah. They just go to the next scene and it's like, well, you'll never know if he was actually there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they it almost was... set up the jump scare and yes. then they don't give it to you. Yes. Well, and it's it'll be an interesting movie to maybe watch back and see if maybe there was something that maybe you did miss. Kind of like you were talking about hereditary at that one point where she's up in the corner and people didn't yeah, see her. Right. You know, uh, that would be very, very interesting. Um, but yeah, the reveal of uh, the invisible man was a uh, very understated, which I liked. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, um, this is interesting because they really sort of flip it on its head. And it's it's really not about the like it's about the invisible man, but it's not really about him. It's about the woman that he's dating and sort of the abusive relationship that uh, she finds herself in and the trauma that she's trying to get over. Yes. 
And, yes. that- and the whole concept of like her not being believed, even though in this per- specific situation, it's like, well, why no would one you? would fucking believe her? Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. But it still works. It's not like a one to one comparison of like, oh, don't believe, the, yes. you know, don't right. believe the victim. But um, it's the analogy is not lost on you. And there are times where you're like, yeah, it would be nice if somebody could just listen to her, even though like. You know, we hard. get it. It would be hard. <laughs> but also there's there's like a really big fact that they bring up in this movie. Where I'm like, the second that that becomes a thing, I'm like, listen, I'm listening because she goes, he was leading in optics, like it, in yeah. optics and like optic technology and cameras and whatnot. I'm like, you know what? The second that somebody says that to me and the second I see fucking suits in his fucking basement, I'm sorry. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna listen. I'm we'll gonna get listen. back to the suits thing. Right. Spoilers, but, right? Um, you son of a bitch! I didn't spoil anything. Okay, there are uh, su- it's it's in so, the first scene of the movie. I will say this. I will say this. I thought that it was kind of ballsy to not give us the guy with the wrapping around his face and the glasses and the and right. the, the trench coat and whatever. Yeah. You know, um, the last Invisible Man movie I remember was Hollow Man. Kevin Bacon. Um, and I haven't watched that in years. Right. I remember kind of liking it back when I was younger. Yeah. I think it probably came out like early 2000s or whatever. Feels like a movie that probably doesn't age well. But yeah, you probably liked it at the time. Right. But yeah. I'm not I'm not like <sighs> I'm so uh, I, I, I'm not begging to see a movie like that again. I know what that movie is. Yeah. It's not only done in Invisible Man movies. It's done in any movie where you need a bunch of exposition at the beginning. Yeah. And this movie doesn't really have that. It's simple enough it where it just gets right to the point. It and skips then, it. Yeah. yeah. And then you're just. Okay, well, this is kind of creepy. Uh, putting yourself in her shoes, like, yeah. is there someone there? Am I crazy? Like yeah. that whole thing. Uh, one thing I will say uh, about this is that the trailers like put scenes in them mm. that were not in the movie. There's a specific line, I believe. Yes. In the, like, there's somebody sitting in that chair. I believe yes. is is the one, and I kept waiting for not him to movie. be sitting in the chair. Right. Right. And there's another part where, um, well, they, they set up something where it doesn't actually happen. What's your grade for this? We might as well just uh, I, I'll probably give it like here. a, I'm like a B or a B minus. Yeah. I'll I, give I, it a, I'll give it a B plus. Okay. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but no, the scene I'm talking about spoilers. So there was the one where she's laying in bed and he's snapping pictures of her. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the trailer, she wakes up and sees the camera like floating in the air oh. and it drops up. And then in the movie, that's not I'm like, there. You sons of bitches. Yeah, because in the trailer, you'd be like, I get why they put it in the trailer. And I also get why it's not in the movie, because the second you see a floating camera, you're like, it's all over. Right. The movie is over. Well, the OK, so what I like about it is, um, you know, we've talked about before how how do you make a trailer that makes someone want to see the movie but doesn't spoil the movie? This is how. That's how, right? You take the shit that you didn't use. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I'm sure almost every fucking movie has stuff like this. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, well, we could try this. We could do that. Um, and then you put it in. The only thing, like, 
big action scenes that I remember being in the trailer. And it wasn't an action scene. I shouldn't call it that. But there was the one where he's breathing behind her. I think that was in the trailer. It was. And then there's the one. And, you know, I don't even know if it was the same where she's like, oh, I see you and stabs him in like the leg or whatever. I remember in the trailer. And she says that line in the movie, but I'm not sure how it's cut together. But uh, by the way. Thought that scene was awesome when he was in the hospital. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, we've seen scenes like that before recently, yep. Yep. but it was clever. It was fun. action scene. It's a fun little movie. It is. It's yeah. a fun little movie. It's got a little bit something to say. Um, like I said, there's there's a lot of frustration with uh, spoilers. Yeah, we're in spoilers. Go uh, for it. Uh, there's frustration with, with how sort of stupid she is sometimes. Sure. Um, there's a point where she finds out that, uh, the phone is up, uh, like the, her, her boyfriend has killed himself. Now, obviously he's the man who has developed the, uh, invisible suit and he's, he's stalking her and he's going to make her feel like, and she's insane. Like that's, that's the plot. That's the goal. She calls his phone. It's up in the attic of the, the friend's house that she's staying in. Yep. She goes up there and she spends way, way too much time up there considering that she knows he's in the fucking house with her. Yes. And then he texts his phone saying surprise. And then she's like, you know, and it's it's funny. She does a lot of things like she's running like at the beginning of the movie. She's running with uh, uh, a flashlight in the dead of night running away from the house after the car alarm goes off. And I'm like, you know what a flashlight is? It's a fucking hey, bat come signal. Find me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you fucking moron. And there are so many moments where like, just go or just do this. And it's, it, there are moments where you like, I, sometimes I lose a little sympathy for her. Cause I'm like, you're just, you're Ooh. too, you're too dumb. You're too Ooh. fucking dumb. She doesn't represent the intelligent woman the way that the, the, I don't, I don't think so. Now, I think they cast her because she's really good at looking insane. And that's she, part of the angle. I wanted to talk about this. Yeah. So she has played the woman in Mad Men who is representative of like the women being badly treated in that yes. era. Yeah. And then she was in the, the Handmaid's Tale, which I haven't watched, which, but from what I understand, that's the theme of the show, women <laughs> being, you know, so. And now she's in this. Is she just relegated to the, you know, the, the downtrodden the, woman? Yes. Yeah. I think she kind of is because she's got sort of like the sort of every woman kind of look. Okay. Like she's not Hollywood pretty. And that's not no. an insult to her. It's just kind of a fact. I think she would probably admit that of herself. Um, and I think that's exactly why she was chosen. Is Like she even makes and I, I am so glad that the movie brought this up because this dude is rich beyond fucking belief and yet he's dating somebody who's very plain jane kind of normal woman it's like this dude easily could have models he could be having orgies every night but he can control her but he can control her and that's his thing and it's like i like that i like that you answered your own question because i was like there's no way this dude would be with her it was perfect but it was perfect because he's a fucking psychopath it's also interesting that we basically he's not a character. He's really not much of a character. You learn about him through how she describes him, but he's he doesn't have an arc. He's not really there. He's a force of nature more than anything else. And that's he's basically representing her truth, quote unquote. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
he is the the demon her her thing that she has to cope with right so i thought that was interesting um there's another scene by the way with her where she's talking about how he takes you in and locks you up and controls you your thoughts your whatever and i'm just like you know you're a big scientologist elizabeth boss oh is she oh big time oh, oh i yeah. did not know that did oh, not yeah. know that about her and wow. i'm just sitting there like that's interesting. Yeah. You ever, have you seen any of those documentaries or are you not allowed on the Internet? <laughs> now I know. Oh, my God. Tom's still pulling strings. Right. Old Tom's, Tommy. Tom's yeah, pulling strings. Done. But um, but no, I uh, I mean, individual scenes like that doesn't bother me so much. The attic thing, because it's like, OK, well, if she knows he's there, there's really no way out because he's going to be standing right where the door is to go up to the attic. So I'll right. let that go. But. My, well, my, my thought is, is why does she have to look at everything that he has up there and have her back turned? It's like there's one entrance to this room and you're spending like five minutes looking at his shit when your answer is already he's alive. He's in the house. I wouldn't go up there. I wouldn't go right. up there. So many mistakes. Uh, but then she find like. She throws paint at him, which is because it's an open paint can standing in the attic, which they tried to explain it because they are painting the house. Sure. But no one just leaves a fucking paint can open up in the fucking attic. Also, it's kind of weird that they're like, we're painting the house, but you know what? Well, were they done painting the house at that point? I guess maybe I should have. I think they were still painting the house. Because it's kind of like, well, you know, we're done with the paint. Goes up in the attic. And it's like, well, aren't you going to keep painting? Put the lid on the paint. Yeah. Set it outside the door. You never know when somebody's going to scuff it up and you're going to have to roll it out again. But... It was pretty cool when she threw the paint and it hit Yeah. Him. Well, and then it hit him and then you realize that he's got a suit because he's like golf ball man. Yeah. Well, no, that was interesting because I was like, huh? Because that was in the trailer, I think. I, that I don't remember in the trailer, but okay. But when I saw it in the trailer, I'm like, huh, that's weird. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I didn't really figure out what was going on exactly, even though they hit. See, they had the optics thing, which is kind of a hint, but... The original Invisible Man was an optics guy too, right? So, I was I was I was hoping that he would be an actual monster, a man that actually mutated himself to become invisible. That's that's a monster. There's something sort of inherently, uh, I don't want to say tragic about it, but it's a little bit more creepy when it's not something he can just take off. And it, but it works. It works better if he's your main character, if you're going to do it that way, which wasn't what this movie did. Right. 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 So I like the look of the suit, though. Yeah. Like and it was kind of sufficiently creepy the first time you see it because you're like, oh, God, what the fuck did he do to himself? Because you don't know at that point. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of like good creepy shit in this. A lot. My favorite shit in this is when you're just in a quiet room and she's walking around the kitchen or the living room or whatever, just (laughs) freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And there's nothing there. Um, Well, when and then the camera pans down a hall and there's nothing there. And just like, right. Keeps going like it just it will just leave her for a little while and then come back to her. Yeah. Just to kind of let you be like, is he there? Is he not there? And he could be. He could not be. They don't answer most of the time. It's kind of like watching an indie film because it's like like there's no special effects. It's literally just a camera looking down a hallway. That's the brilliance of it. It it is. But it's also cheap. (laughs) It's so cheap. It's so cheap. And it's so it's so. And even when you think about like. 
uh, CGIing like uh, like somebody out of a scene. That's so cheap and easy nowadays that it's funny because like it's so obvious how easy this movie was to make from a special effects standpoint because it's 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 very it's very easy to do these now. Um, so it's great that like because I'm not going to be marveled by an Invisible Man anymore, right? So it's so great that they took the angle of like let's follow a character through trauma. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, Make an I, actual scary Invisible Man movie. Yes. Not an action movie well, where I, I would never someone s- like Tom Cruise mm. is running around. Right. Right. I, I mean, what the I wouldn't fuck? call it. I, I wouldn't call it scary, but it was. It was. There were moments of of it being a little tense. I think it's sufficiently scary. I never. I thought. It, I thought it was. It had the moments of oh shit. Uh, in it in you know i mean you got to remember you've seen enough of these where right. you're not scared right you're not gonna sit there like i'm gripping at the person with you right yeah but it's a fun ride and you're always on the lookout and someone who is afraid of shit like this would probably be sufficiently scared by this sure i may- would imagine may- maybe yeah um it's I, not disturbing no 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 and and that was something where i was like you know um the first time I like, and I wouldn't say scared, but I was concerned was at the end of the movie. Cause I was like, I like black man. Don't kill black man. And, <laughs> I, and, did too. I and, did too. And, and, and he is beating the shit out of this dude. And I'm like, and that was, that was actually black kind of, man. I, don't I thought know. you were talking about the guy's suit. Oh no. I thought you had renamed. No. The invis- That's black man. He wears black. No, uh, no, but I really liked the the black dude in it. I don't remember anyone's name. It's I not, thought I liked him. I liked the the daughter. The daughter I thought was good. Yeah. Um. I I liked all three of them. I really. Yeah. No. I, I, whole cast is good. Yeah. Whole cast Small is good. Cast. Small cast. It's how you save money. Yes. Um. But I um. Just that was actually kind of hard to watch. Was just because he was just mercilessly beating him well and that's a testament to the movie that you gave a shit enough in a movie like this about yeah. some side character side character right. not even the main character to in actually fact, I was, care I, in fact i was more scared for him than i ever was for her in the entire yeah. movie well because you actually feel like he's going to possibly die yeah I exactly mean, that happen, exactly right? like uh, i never was scared for the girl dying that would have been something like once again i'm advocating for the death of children yes i but, mean that's a that's a heavy moment though right that's a, i mean it's a thing where like like, I'm sorry, but we just we do as a society. We have rules and movies and like killing children just seems to be doesn't matter if like like he's a bad guy. He's a horrible human being. He eats people. He can't won't kill ki- the children. He can't kill right. the children. I think you're right. If Michael would have killed that baby, that would have been some disturbing shit. It would have been horrific. Yeah. I'm and just, it would have made more sense for the character as they presented sense. him. I'm just. Anyways. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, no, it's it's really enjoyable. Um, the action sequence in the hallway is fucking sweet. It was, it but was it's really, stri- well, but the it's way straight they out had of another him, like, movie, though. Yes, right. But it also it the way they did the suit with it, like yes, yeah, it was loved just it. cool. Loved yeah. it, loved it. Um, I also love, even though it doesn't make much sense, mm. I love the scene where the sister gets killed in the restaurant. That was maybe my favorite scene. Holy just shit. Just because I did not see it coming. Right. I was kind of like, oh, this is where they reunite and they reconnect. And it and it's and it's the movie about like trusting the victim and, and blah blah blah. <laughs> and all of that. 
And then the movie's like, nope, fuck that. No, it's great. I, uh, well, what's funny about that too is like, you know, you're like, afterwards you think about it and you're like, well, duh, like he's invisible. Like yeah. you're just so used to watching a movie. You're not thinking about the fact yep. unless they have it set up in such a way where it's like, okay, obviously the camera's panning. We're supposed to think he's there. Yeah. But in that scene, it was just like, oh, standard, like, you know, over the shoulder shot, reverse shot scene. Yeah. You have the the scene where they come together, kiss yeah. and make up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We're just going to slit her throat and kill in her. Public. In well, public. And you know what's funny about that too? My first thought was, okay, well, what if someone was looking at their table? They would be like, but mm. then you're like, but I don't even like, I feel like if you saw that happen yourself that quickly, I don't think your brain could could put that in place where no, you'd be like, I wow, must she, have seen some she, crazy shit. You, you'd right? be like, wow, she threw it really yes, weird. You'd be like, she had like a boomerang knife or something. Like right. you you would find a way to make it make sense in your own head. Um what else is there? Yeah, I mean, the action sequence was straight out of an action movie. Sure. Um, but that was kind of fine because it was it was pretty badass. It was. Um, I did love the scene where she she um, I like the beginning of that scene where she's like, there you are, motherfucker. Yeah. And she stabs him and she just keeps stabbing. And I'm like, I love this. Why weren't you like this earlier in the movie? And I kind of get it because, like, it's the idea like she was so scared that she right. couldn't, like, think straight or whatever. But I'm like. She's got no options but at I, that point, too. She's, right. Well, and I was just I was just kind of like, I just I don't understand why you made so many mistakes earlier in the movie. Like when she goes to the guy's house um, and she finds the suit and she hides it in his his yeah. closet, she shuts the door and then she like she's just so bad at so many things. Like she like she looks out like out of the crack of the door. And I'm like, you know what? That really helps when there's an invisible man chasing you. It's looking point. looking really point. helps. What? How come? Do we know what happened to the Uber driver? Did he take her back he took, home? He took her back home. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't he Did kill the, the Uber driver? not right. see the Uber driver? I mean, he had to have, right? But the question is, is like, <laughs> why would he have? Why would, why, would, why would he have let him live? Yeah. I mean, we're, nitpick, we're nitpicking it. No, but um, that's dumb, though. That's dumb. He, he a paint can without a lid sitting in an attic is fucking dumb. He could have. He could have been like, all right, so I'll get her and then i'll kill him when i come back that could have sure. been the thought but it's also like why not just kill him now yeah why take not? the car move the car get right. rid of the keys she has no way to get away right exactly exactly so many so many ways i mean that was definitely that was my first thought was like she's somehow going to get out of the house and then he's going to be dead um and she's going to go into the car and the keys will be missing yeah that's my thought. But no, movie didn't do that. But I mean, that's not where the movie the movie wanted to have its climax at that point. But they sure. really wanted to have that hallway scene. Yes. They wanted their Ooh. daredevil hallway. It scene. It was great. I really liked the hallway scene. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I uh, what do you think of the ending? How Her getting her, her... getting the suit and getting her revenge yeah. on him. Um, I kind of I I like it and I don't like it. Um. I mean, because we all knew that he was really the one who did it, not the brother. Right. Yeah, there's no uh, mystery at yeah. that point. But I um, I kind of so I didn't like how that sh that scene was edited. Um, and mostly it's because the movie has two massive time jumps. One is 
the paint falls on him and then he washes it off in five seconds, which is just makes zero sense because it's everywhere on him. It would be everywhere. There's no fucking way yeah. that he would have gotten all that paint off. Exactly. And then the other thought was or the other problem was at the end of the movie, he starts killing himself. And then the movie, it's edited in a way where it looks like she comes out almost immediately after he slits his throat. And I'm like, who's her partner? Somebody had to do that for her. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't mean he literally kills himself. No, you no. mean that she, she, she makes does it, it look like he she, did she, she does it with the invisible suit on. She slits his yep. throat. But then the way that the scene is edited is he's kind of falling out of his chair. And then she's like right fucking there coming out of the bathroom. I'm like, how the fuck? It's like easy on, easy off suit. I guess. I guess so. Um, I, you know, and you don't have to fix your hair at all or anything. I no. mean, um, I know that's kind of a nitpick, but I just, I didn't, it, it just was unbelievably fast. It drives me nuts that he didn't realize that his suit was missing. Yeah. He's supposed to be some sort of psychotic genius. And he knows that she knows he's invisible and he knows that she knows to look right. wherever she went to the house for some reason. Yep. So she found the suit. She turned it on. Saw it was a suit, takes it, hides it in the closet. And it's like when he got home, he just assumed, oh, it's an invisible suit. I don't need to check if it's there. It's just invisible. That's right. why I can't see it. Actually, you know, actually, we're kind of answering our own question because she leaves in the Uber. Okay. He's kind of got to chase her like right away. Okay. Okay. That's that's kind of like I actually feel like that's actually kind of a valid counter to what we're saying. Yeah, but he at least even after he... You know, they find oh, him hmm. like he's living in his house. He would have looked to see if that fucking suit was there. He, he doesn't have a suit. Maybe he, gave he it had to the like, brother. maybe he had like a Joe Goldberg, like too many, too many balls being juggled. You know, he's like, I got to put myself in my cage. It doesn't make any sense. I that bothered me. But it's, but again, you know, it's not a perfect it's not movie. about any of this shit. Right. First of all. Right. And it's how do not, you it's feel? Certainly not a perfect. movie. How do you feel about her doing that i liked it okay i liked it even though it's like oh are we excusing murder now? right right oh, that yeah. was interesting the, like, bla the black man i love him he was great but, yeah. but at the end of the day bad cop he just had the woman admit to murder in front of him basically yeah she essentially says what does she say like how you can't prove it or what like, i don't even remember but i mean it's basically She's like, so what do you think it sounded like? And he's like, sounded like he killed himself. Yeah. And that's like kind of like the last line. And she smirks at him and then walks well, away. It's just funny that we're, I mean, it's vigilante justice. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I get it. Like, this guy was a complete asshole, but is murder. Like, I'm surprised that they took the route of... You know, my hope is that oh, she ahead. I was going to say, but if she's going to like be overcome with the power of this thing, if yeah. that's the idea, yeah. then I really like that. Well, there are so many ways and then we can we can probably take this and sort of run with into it the into, into, the, or in, into the dark universe. Yeah. So my thought is, is there are a few things you can do with like the invisible man that kind of like and, and with her continuing her character. So you could do something like she's the vigilante justice kind of character. She's the invisible woman. She kills abusive men. Sure. Um, and it's a little comic booky, but whatever. That movie was actually kind of comic booky already. Um but you could also do, and this is something that's happened in comics also, is people um, 
put on a suit or whatever, and it has effects on their brain. And I like the idea of like, one, I love the idea of somebody being either the suit being fused to their body. So it's basically they are the invisible man. They can't get it off or that the suit actually does something like to their brain waves to actually start making them go insane. I would rather because, okay. I, I'm with you on that. Either of those suitable, but I imagine having a suit like that. Sure. And I can't imagine not abusing. Absolutely. So, so I think that you can work this into kind of what the original Invisible Man stories were all about. Right. Where it's like, well, I shouldn't spy on this person, sure. but. I mean, I do have the suit. Maybe if I just do this this one time and yeah. then it, then it she's, turns into. She's female Joe Goldberg. Right. Yes. Totally, yes. totally she, on board. I'm doing a lot of you references. It's because I just started watching it. He, we'll get into it. Now, what would work better? Joe Goldberg's hat or the Invisible Man suit? <laughs> I mean, it's not even a question. But Joe Goldberg's hat is pretty magical. I mean, it's solid. It's solid. You never it, works. It, it's, it's works. It works every time. Even in hot as fuck L.A. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so there there are ways to make that work. Um, I was a little disappointed at the end of the movie because I was like, there's there's really an interesting way that you could have done it where he stayed alive and then he's the invisible man. Um, because you could have dealt with like the whole like it's an abuser and maybe he thought that this was love. Like, you know, like, yeah, there, sure. there was a way you could have handled his character, him moving forward. And then there's actually what makes a universe, what makes these or what makes really, let's just call it what it is. What makes the Marvel universe work is that characters have arcs that last over movies okay. and they have interesting personalities that you want to see interact with the other characters. Now, most of the villains are pretty one and done, though. So if right. we're using that, then we can just think of this guy as the first villain. He's the yes. He's the Obadiah Stone yes. character of right. Invisible Man. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and she's the main character. She's, she's your, Iron she's Man. She's your right. Iron Man. And that's yeah. totally fine. That's totally fine. Um, but that's what I'm saying is like. We need to make her interesting. We need to make her have a, a lasting arc throughout multiple movies. Or at least we have to have her be in a place that at the end of this movie, which I am interested to see where she goes from here. If, if they do if another they do, one. If they do another I, one. Or if they do money, a crossover yeah. of some kind. Right. I want to like Dracula or Frankenstein or whoever it is okay. enough that I want to. And they have to be different enough that I want to see how these two are going to play together. Now, that's kind of why I wish that we had gotten maybe like uh, a, a pro or an epilogue scene of some kind, either post credit or not. Well, with what she does with the suit of some kind or a hint as to, to what's happening. To your point, what is she if she's not the abused? You know what I mean? Like, right. like what's left of her character if she's not that's, the abused? You like, have to, we don't know. You have right? to full on. That's sort of. You have to full on take her into fully new territory now. Yeah. She has to have a new arc. Um, but then, like, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, you can't do, we can't do the Marvel action horror idea. No, we, we're not doing that. We're never going to do the table. That's it. Because it doesn't work. Because, one, these are horror movies, not action movies. Two, the idea of, like, having them be, like, semi like anti-heroes that save the world 
is a horrible idea because it, it robs them of all of their luster. It's not fun at all. No. No. So I don't want to see a superhero team of Dracula, Frankenstein, and no. the Invisible Man teaming up to stop Van Helsing, who's like, oh, the whole world is monsters or whatever. I don't want to see that. So we need to now think of like, is this like a semi-versus movie where maybe it's like one of them versus another versus another? I mean, who the fuck knows? Do we even need this? I mean, well, do we, we don't. need it to be a universe? We don't. But we, we're going to talk about it anyway. Right. We're already. I mean, come I on. mean, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need it. We don't need any movies, but this is kind of fun. And I kind of would like to see it if it's done well. Sure. Why not? I kind of would like to see it even if it's not done well. Just for the shit show of it. Just for the shits of it. Yeah. yeah. Now, okay, so we've talked about we're getting Dracula. Yes. And then we're getting one more and we don't know what it is. And we don't know what it is. Yeah. Okay. So we're working on the assumption that we're in a new universe. We're assuming this is a universe. I'm I'm going to assume that... Um, Anything that is supernatural is off the table. Okay, so that's so Dracu- where I'm going with this. So, Dracula so you need is- a technological or or scientific explanation for these characters. Sure. So Dracula is do. not turning into bats. He's not turning into wolves. No. He's no. He might be able to hypnotize people, sucks blood, whatever. But Dracula is a sick man who needs blood transfusions constantly. Um. And he's a murderer and he's a good looking, murdering, sick man. He's got some sort of degenerative (laughs) failure. He needs blood transfusions. You got to have blood involved somehow. Um, I was thinking maybe like a Dexter like character, but then we're going too much into the territory of him being a good guy. I'm really trying to be open to this. Okay. I'm really trying. He can't be a vampire. Does he wear a cape? Can he wear a cape? Ooh. Does he have slightly longer canine teeth? Uh there's no mutation. It's just that he he, he just, maybe he built something. Maybe okay, it doesn't have to be transfusions. He doesn't have to be like a doctor, okay. but he needs blood to survive. He's not a vampire. That's just silly in this universe. Okay. We've already established like oh the invisible man isn't actually an invisible man. So I feel like if this is a universe, mm. now we've set the precedent that there cannot be anything that doesn't have some sort of a real world explanation. I, That's what I'm going on. Here. Okay. I'm going to let you do that. Okay. Now, Frankenstein I have a, I have a massive counterpoint, but yes. Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. Okay. What was that Johnny Depp movie uh, where they take the the consciousness of people oh and they put it God. in the computer? Oh, shit. I started watching it. It's terrible. Uh, anyway, that yeah. idea. So instead of one brain of one person with body parts of, you know, multiple people to create Frankenstein, we're doing either a robot. Oh, no. Or we're doing... And it can look human. It can look big and scary and whatever. Or we're doing one body with multiple different consciousnesses uploaded into it. Okay. So we're flipping that so it's the opposite. Okay. Okay. You're losing the iconography of the look of the character, though. We already did that. 
We already lost it. We lost it. Okay. The first movie, we lost it. We flipped it on its head. <laughs> okay. The only thing is he's invisible. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 Hold on. Hold on. I can't even remember. The other ones are so, I mean, those are stupid too, but I mean, this is what I'm working with here, guys. I and, feel like we're in the Zack Snyder version <laughs> of this. Okay. So, so we've got invisible man has the high tech, high tech suit. Uh, Dracula needs blood transfusions, but he's a guy. Um, Frankenstein's the robot with uploaded intelligence from multiple people. So he's the opposite. Sure. Okay? Uh, obviously, Frankenstein, that would be the monster. So we still have room to play with who mm-hmm. the Dr. Frankenstein is. Sure, right. Um, now, these are the ones. Okay. Oh, and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, of course. Sure. He's just a psycho. He's like a he's like a psychologist, smart guy, multiple personality disorder. He's easy. Sure. He's just, you know, but he, you don't have him transform into like a fucking giant. But hulking he walks monster. differently. He acts yes. differently. Right. Yeah. Yes. He's like Clark Kent, Superman. Yeah. Right. Yep. OK. Yeah. Um, Great now, example because they look so much different now. Now, uh. But they they act different. They act right? different. Yep. Okay. So the last two, which I have a lot of trouble with here. Okay. Wolfman. 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 I don't know what the fuck to do with Wolfman. I don't know how you can make Wolfman. It's just a, a really real hairy thing. guy in your universe. He could be, and he's just really tired of being teased about it. You know, like what Andre the Giant had. Like he's like a like a he's got that giant disease or whatever something like that or you just don't do wolfman and the other one the only thing i know about the mummy is he's some sort of a historian maybe he breaks at some point Mm. he's obsessed with mummies and he is the mummy sure but none of these characters have anything supernatural all of the science needs to be like, you need to be able to see it like the Invisible Man costume and go, okay, that's not realistic because we can't create that right now, but it's possible. So my, okay. So my question is, is you've sort of come up with, okay, <laughs> you've come up with like the TV version because like you could do this on TV if you need to, because okay. there's not a whole yep. lot of special effects for these people. No, they're cheap movies. They're um, cheap movies. My my thought, my question is, is have you thought about so we're doing we're doing this universe it's a shared universe all shared universes or at least most of them have the end goal of interaction between characters that's the and, assumption we're making and in right? big crossover movie what is your thought on plot or how it might happen i got nothing i just set the characters up these are all the so individual- you really got nothing no, these are all the individual singular movies. Okay. Now, obviously, you have to, like, bake shit in, right? Like sure. Marvel did. Little nuggets, right? Sure. Uh, but Invisible Man had no nuggets whatsoever. Right. I mean, we don't know if this is even the plan whatsoever. Right. All I'm saying is, assuming that this is the direction we're going... Sure. Because the Invisible Man bucked the trend of this is a supernatural thing. These monsters aren't necessarily monsters in the literal sense. They're monsters because of the people they are. Sure. I'm starting to think. So I'm thinking about. So I walked in thinking, like, let's just have a discussion about how okay. how, how we could possibly do this. I didn't really. I don't have 
a pitch per se. I have thoughts and I have things that they should and should not do. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so, and now I'm sort of thinking of a, a like, so you're like, oh, we've got all of these individual movies. And I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of like uh, Marvel. Like, does, do, does every single one of them need their own movie? Or could you perhaps make Werewolf be a, a minor character in Dracula? Sure. That then pays off in the massive crossover movie. Yeah. Um, he's like the, I mean, who's the character? I mean, he's like Black the Hawkeye or Black that, Widow. Right. Yeah. So thought being, uh, I'm not going to say you can't do supernatural things because my thought is, is what makes Marvel interesting is that not every one of them is from the same universe. Like they are, but they cover different angles. Some people have special powers. Some people have a suit. Some people are like representative of right. magic, like Thor's traditionally like, oh, I'm magic. It's not really magic. They're kind of like, oh, magic and science. We call it the same thing. Blah, blah, blah. But this isn't Marvel, though. No, this is, no. But but this, this is a, but this is a series that has all of that. Here's the problem, though. Here, here Here's why Invisible Man worked for me, even though it was different, is because I've seen fucking Dracula and the Wolfman and the Mummy, and it's always the same shit. They always have the same, like, basic thing. So if you're going to do it where I would rather see the movie where they completely turn it on its head and now that I've seen this and this worked, mm. I would rather see the movie where they completely turn it on its head. It's a brand new take on I, it. I don't really I would disagree that it's really taking and turning it on its head. All it really was was instead of being a man, it was a suit. I don't I don't consider that turning it on its head because it still had the traditional idea of like a stalker and like this man doing things he should not do with this suit. It, it still felt like an invisible man movie to me it was different but it still felt the same to me i don't think it did necessarily i mean you it was in his head no space. you no well and but that's the thing it's like he still felt like the invisible man well, character well, to me right but the, but you can make the characters realistic and still have them you can you could have some of the same tropes and ideas and have to come up with a different creative way of creating the scares so to speak right i mean Theoretically, you could make a real Dracula who, you know, is kind of a suave fuck or whatever right, you want right. to do. Well, um, that, you can't. That's the thing is it's very much like Marvel in that you cannot rob them of like the iconography of who they are as far as a personality. Sure. And sort of what they represent to their universe. So so. Dracula can't go from being this suave guy to all of a sudden being like this sickly, ugly motherfucker. Like we can't like like I like we could. Never but he is ugly in most stories well, at one point. At, at one point. Yeah. But right. I mean, he can't stay that because like the traditional thought is like Dracula in his prime is this sure. sexy motherfucker. So it's got to be that. So you have to keep sort of what keeps that. Now, you could you could have a scientific reasoning behind. It. I don't Dracula. I like the idea of Dracula being kind of like Thor in that he's just kind of left a little un unexplained. He just exists. We don't know what caused him. Maybe he doesn't even know what caused him. Maybe, you know, but it's it's a thing. OK. Um, and I think that. Is he is he immortal? Is Does he have I, to be uh, immortal? I mean, I don't I feel like that's an angle. I feel like that's a that's a traditional angle that you probably have to keep. Okay. Um, or if not keep, at least keep him um, 
you know, traditionally like uh, uh, long lived. You know, he's got he's got to be like 150 or something or 100, 100, 120, but 120, but maybe looks like he's 45 or 50, you know, Um, and maybe the idea is maybe he he's not immortal, but maybe he is just he just ages really slowly. Okay. Um, but I like the idea of like maybe Dracula, maybe Dracula in the effort to solve his problem inadvertently causes the werewolf to actually become a thing like through you know through genetic manipulation maybe because i mean if dracula is really See, that old and that smart it's like the lab shit right and i'm not saying that's the main focus of your movie it's literally just there to create werewolf and werewolf needs very little time it's wolfman wolfman whatever okay wolfman i don't fucking care benicio del toro wolfman he played the wolf. I do remember that yeah. movie. Actually, what I think a, that's an underrated movie. Okay. I liked it. Was okay. I liked it. Was okay. Wolfman. But the thing is, is like, I uh, I am married to the idea the iconography needs to stay. Wolfman needs to be a wolfman. Now he can look slightly different. You can redesign the character. But, but he's he, a wolfman. Yeah, but he is a wolfman. When man. the moon comes out, he I turns well, well, into I don't the wolfman. I don't know about moon comes out. Because that is something where, that's where we're getting into what you're talking about, the supernatural idea. There's no... Like, okay, so what I would say is like the idea of somebody doing genetic manipulation is, and and fucking it up and having a wolfman be the the It the, could be like some sort of that's way up. that's right. way Got more it. believable okay. to me. Yeah, there you go. Than that's actually good, the invisible suit that they have in that's this. That's a good wolfman idea. Because that's that's the only way. But the thing is is like you just do it in the background. You don't even like in a Dracula movie. Got it. And, and and it's just like little like you're saying little nuggets. Right. It's, That's your it's, nugget to the wolf man. Yeah. Maybe he'll pop up later. Maybe he we won't. don't know. When. But we're not going to spend a whole movie on his research or the first 20, 30 minutes of his movie. Sure. on His research. Yes. Sure. We don't need that. OK. Uh, but my thought is, it's like my real interesting, like, how do they interact why are they coming together? That's the that's the tough one to solve with this. Well, and it's 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 always going to be what separates Marvel from every from everything else because there are already stories about it. Right. They were built on the idea Comics, of that. They can they can reach for whatever. Right. Right. So for me, it's kind of like you have to do something from scratch. And it's kind of like I think it's interesting. The idea that one of them, they're all villains. Yes. I don't think. Do we. Do they all need to be villains? I think one needs. I think you need. Uh, you need sort of archetypes. So you need one of them to kind of be like the reluctant villain. You need one who just just revels in it. Yeah. You need to have one that believes that what they're doing is right. And then you need. Uh, I think those are kind of like the three. And you so can have people. So who's our protagonist? Like, are we just on the side of the villains in these? No, I think what you have is is if it's villains and it's kind of villains versus villains. You have one who is clearly like more wrong or or maybe threatened by the other ones. Like I think Alien versus Predator, Freddy versus Jason. You have Freddy's the one that's like the evil son of a bitch. Yeah. And Jason's still a villain. He's still a bad guy, but you yeah. kind of feel sorry for him. Right. Right. And you need to do something where and it sucks that those are the two comparisons. But I love Freddy versus Jason. 
fuck everyone. I think it's fun. <laughs> but uh, you need to do, and I think the best character to do it with would be Dracula, even though it's kind of predictable, to make him the villain. Because oh, he's, he's the most, e- like, yeah. It, he, well, yeah. he's just easy to do because he's the one who fits closest to, like, the mastermind status and, like, being able to fuck with other people. He probably would have enough wealth to be able to do that. So it's kind of like he's the villain that the villains are fighting against. And maybe it's the idea of, like, you know, maybe Invisible Woman comes up to somebody, maybe it's Wolfman, maybe it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, whatever, and is like, look, look, I know what you are, and he's coming for all of us kind of idea. And it's okay. kind of like, and I don't, I don't fucking, the problem is, is like I keep ending up in a fucking action movie. You keep ending up in a Marvel territory. Right. And it's, it's like hard. hard. I don't even know if it's doable. Right. I don't even know if a horror shared universe that's like this overarching thing that's going to go on for a while is doable. I mean, Frankenstein's monster is clearly the, oh, you feel bad for this guy character. Yes, yeah. He's like the tragic tale. Right. Um, Dracula will be the one that can, and, and Dracula can be tragic. But for our purposes, maybe he goes back to being a little bit more maniacal. He's gone over the edge. Yeah. He's, he's, something he's something happens from, in his individual movie yeah. that pushes him yeah, to the right. brink. Like you, you can suffer the tragedy of living forever or however long you've lived, but it doesn't mean you need to turn into a monster. Right. And Dracula did anyway. Right. Uh, I like the idea of actually maybe there's something that gave him hope that he could maybe like maybe he secretly wants to die in, in this iteration. Sure. And maybe something like through his research, through maybe whatever created Wolfman finds out like he can't die, you know, <laughs> he just like can't he just die. can't fucking die. And so he just kind of goes off the edge and it's just like, fuck it, fuck it. There's no there is nothing for me after this. There's nothing beyond this. F- fuck it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not against that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this was almost like a writer's pitch meeting. Like, yeah, no, I I mean, I'm still with the cheesy idea of you have to somehow if if you want to do something interested, you could somehow interesting. You could somehow make all of these characters legitimately explainable. They, you know, would I like every example? Probably not. Right. But I think it would be kind of neat to see, you know, Dracula's not a vampire. And I don't know what the fuck the Wolfman is. Do we need a Wolfman? Is Wolfman interesting in a right, movie right, in modern right, times? Right. Because um, some of them are more... The, the Mummy? I'm, I'm kind of done with The Mummy. Is there anything interesting about The Mummy? Mummy, the problem with The Mummy is that The Mummy kind of, from a character perspective, actually kind of intersects with Dracula because right. they both yep. kind of like, I'm ageless, yes. I'm timeless, I'm cursed, I'm undying. And You're it's right. like, yeah. and it's like, ah, oh, but you, you check the same boxes. You've done it already, right? So it's a good point. That's a like if you made The Mummy with Brendan Fraser and hmm. it was like a vampire movie, right? Where he had special powers and yeah. could send bats into <laughs> the city. And it's like the same fucking movie. Yeah. 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 It's, it's true. I don't, uh, yeah, this is very, it's very, very tough. They actually kind of did it in an interesting way. And maybe, maybe the most interesting way, I mean, maybe we're, maybe it's staring us right in the face. Maybe the way that you make it interesting is you have an interesting character that has to interact with the traditional version of this character. And then by the end of that, they become a somewhat new version of the character 
and then they all meet at a meeting for scorned lovers right i mean <laughs> divorcees I, I mean and then there's there's the thing of like you know you do this movie i mean who's to say that just because they were all horror movies up to that point means that it needs to be a horror movie i guess because people like to see things in the same genre they've always been in but it's kind of like couldn't you just do a movie where they all sit down and have interesting conversations? Yeah, I mean, sure. It's a Tarantino movie, but they're yeah. all m- monsters. Give Tarantino the seventh movie in the series. I swear to God, he would fucking make a masterpiece. Yeah, he I probably sw- would. He, he, probably he, pretty good. Like uh, The Hateful Eight, only it's, it's all the yes, monsters. Yes, yes. <laughs> they're all locked in Dracula's summer castle. home. Right, or it's castle. Yeah, they, they, oh, yeah, summer home. I like that. I like that. It's it's not traditional. We've already been in the castle He's in his on first the beach. movie. They're on the <laughs> beach at night. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, that's all I got for the dark universe, really. I mean, I've got nothing for the dark universe. I, I mean, mean, I think we'll that's very evident. They, I, that's exciting that they're these little indie type dark universe movies are being it is it is very hard for me to abandon the idea of a shared universe just because it's so ingrained in me now i'm like can you do it can you pull it off one company does own all this shit yeah i mean the universal logo is gonna play before all of these yeah you know what i mean it's and it is like they're fuck they've until now they've been fucking it up for years because well, because they don't know, like, these are hard characters to work with because they're just they're just the paint with the broadest of strokes. And they're really they're really just monsters. Are they really characters? I mean, I, you can almost some of argue, them are some of them are. But is the mummy not really? No, yeah. I mean, is is I mean, is Wolfman really a character? He's kind of kind of a character, kind of a tragic character. But uh, it's like it's so like, yeah, in general, they've failed over. I mean, and the other problem is everyone knows all these stories. It's almost like you don't even have to have read any of the books or seen any of the movies. You just know. Right. You just know who they all are. So there's like, even if you've never seen um, an Invisible Man movie, you're still going in with the expectation of what the Invisible Man is just from its pop culture, you know, relevance. Well, and the thing that sucks, I, I just thought about this. Split is essentially like a cool version of Dr. Jekyll yes. and Mr. Hyde. And Great. it's it's kind of already just taken. It, like it's already been taken. So what do we do? I mean, it sucks. Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, I don't I don't envy anybody who has to sit down and write these movies unless they had like that magical spark. You're like, oh, this is a fucking genius idea. You just kind of know it. Give Shyamalan all the characters. No, definitely don't. After Glass, get the God, fuck out. He fucked that up, too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's do uh, shit we watched. Whoa. Shit we watched. In honor of um, the coronavirus, I was looking through Shudder and I watched an old movie called Contamination. I've heard of this movie. It's fucking terrible. Okay. Uh, It is apparently a... It was, it was pitched as an alien sequel in Italy. Like they tried to make it look like it was an alien sequel. Oh, no. It's all, they're Americans, but none of the actors are American. It's all dubbed. Oh, man. A ship shows up to the East Coast with these eggs in it. And when the eggs get near heat, they glow Ah. and they blow up. And if the slime from the egg hits you, you explode. Are are we not? Are we are we sure 
that this wasn't directed by the same guy who did Trolls 2? It's not that bad. (laughs) It's not quite that bad. Okay. But the entire movie is exposition. Every scene is like three people standing in a room talking about like, oh, well, there was this man who went to Mars and they saw this cave. Oh, my God. And there was this light and it was filled Mm. with whatever. And he's an alcoholic. So we don't believe him. (laughs) But but his partner died on on an airplane. Can can you? I love the idea that he's just like talking about something else. And then he just sees a guy walk in a room and he goes and he's an alcoholic. (laughs) Like he's just like saying everything about everything that like comes into his eye line. It's what basically what the movie was. That's amazing. Uh, so there's that. Uh, I also got halfway through the 1990s The Stand series. Sure, right. How was that? So I'm halfway through. There's four episodes. I've watched two. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen this all the way through or if I watched it as a kid. But God, made for TV was just something else back then. Yeah. Nowadays, the production value on like these streaming shows and Everything these miniseries. Really I'm just thinking about the Dracula show. Right. I mean, yeah. that looks great. It does. You know, and then the stand, it's like, you know, that old, all of the shots are the same. Everything feels like it's on a set. Yeah. Uh, there's one part. There's the the Mother Abigail is the old black lady who's like sitting out in her front porch porch they're all having these dreams about her and in all the dreams they like come out of a cornfield and she's like come to nebraska like we've got a message for you or whatever <laughs> okay, right but the cornfield like set is mm. just you're like that's not real corn real you can't go drive to a cornfield build like a little cabin out there and just film it you no. know what i mean no you can't not possible can't I do mean, it Stephen King wrote the teleplay for this. There's stuff in there that's fun because I've read the book. Right. But I don't know. I guess I like Dauber from Coach. Do you remember Coach, the TV show? Never watched it. Oh, God, it's great. But Dauber's like this big, blonde, dumb guy on Coach. Sure. And he plays uh, Tom Cullen in this. And he's like slow. Mm. Uh, or as Nick Andros, the character played by... Uh, Oh God! What's his Rob Lowe says? Um, he's he's mildly retarded. Oh God! So so this character though, it it just it's just it, he runs around saying M O O N that spells Tom Cullen or M O O N that's that's the character's thing that he does in the book and in the book you're reading it and it's like you're creating like right, what this would, right does not work in this at all there's just a lot of shit like that the villain's not scary it does have a good castle gary sinise is good in it Mm -hmm. um i i i think that this is like looked upon in a positive way but but the budget seems very even compared to like the it miniseries from back in the day the budget seems way too low mm. uh but yeah it's it's not very good it's okay. not horrible uh it's not unwatchable sure but it's not good okay uh i finished uh the promised neverland season one okay and uh, that anime it is fucking great the whole series it stays great the whole fucking time there's like not a lull i think it's 12 maybe 13 episodes long for the first season 
And um, this show, I mean, I don't. You're obsessed with it. The, Are my, you obsessed? My, well, no, no. My thought is, is like, this has the potential to be a masterpiece. The problems with animes kind of reminds me of like American TV where like a show starts great and then it just keeps going and then it just falls off a cliff. Sure. Um, that is the propensity of anime. Um, most of them. It's why Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is like one of the greatest or Death Note is one of the greatest because like they know what their story is and they're not going to stretch it beyond its means. Sure. Yeah. Um, if if this has that in mind, this could be something special. It's not going to go on forever and ever. I hope not. And and if yeah. it's a 13 episode first season, that leads me to believe that that's what it's going to be even more. Okay. Um, Cuz it's not running 25 fucking episodes for a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or fuck, I've seen animes that have like 40 episode season 1s or season 2s sure. or whatever. So it's like, yeah, no, this is great. Um uh sp- keeping with anime, I I watched uh da, 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 I watch I've been watching my Hero Academia still. Uh, okay. And this season has just been shit. Oh, like this, really? This season, uh, this season. I heard started, the movie's good. That's what I've heard, too. And it looks really cool. I saw a scene from it. I was like, wow, I fucking should have saw that in theaters. Because I think it's I think it was a limited time engagement. Oh, I think it's okay. out. Got it. Um, but uh, no. Uh, so the season started great. And then they what they kind of do with some animes is kind of actually split a season up into like two seasons. So like they had an arc that ended about like six or seven episodes ago. Sure. And they've been in a new arc. And it's been about the kids at the superhero high school uh, doing getting ready to put on a concert. And then there's like a guy who's like, I'm going to break in and ruin your concert. And I'm like. This is the dumbest season of this This is like an ongoing story. Yeah. And I'm like, how is this not a one-off episode? Like, how is this not like, oh, a fun little palate cleanser after like all the intensity of what we just went through? Doesn't sound fun. No, it's 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 been bad. It's it's been easily the worst the series has been. That sounds bad. It's not. It's really not good. I have a friend who's been watching it with me uh, and he's like, dude, I, I haven't seen like the last two episodes. And honestly, after the episode I watched, I don't know if I feel the You're need to done. catch up. Now, I don't think that they're done with the show, but I think they're just done with this arc until it turns into a new arc. Something good again. Yeah. Uh, I went and saw The Way Back with Ben Affleck. How was that? It was really good. I'm. It was good. I really, he was great. I'll start with that. Okay. Uh, He really put on the acting shoes for this movie. Uh, Apparently he had gone to treatment semi recently before this was made. Yeah. So I, it's kind of a passion project for him and it is, I mean, it has the tropey. You can tell from the movie. Yeah. You know what it is. The problem is, is the trailers tell you exactly what movie it is. And I'm sure it hits every beat. It hits every beat. But there's a reason why these movies come out because this this and this is a good version of that. Right. Um, The movie is less about the team and the sports angle than it is his personal struggle with booze and any other tragedies that have happened in his life. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, you really feel for the character. He doesn't play a drunk like a fucking you know, stumbling around right. like an asshole the whole movie. Sure. It's it's much more subtle. Um, there's there's kind of, you know, religious commentary a little bit where it's not like uh it's not like one of those Christian movies about You gotta find God. Yeah, it's not like that, but it's almost like 
what is that really supposed to be about like mm. to the to the normal people like us because you meet you meet the dogmatic religious folks yeah. and then you meet the people who seem like actually like this is probably a positive influence on sure. their lives and it probably makes them a better person so i uh i i, I liked it a lot I, i'll give it a b okay. i'll give it a b my problem is uh and it's not it's i mean i shouldn't have a problem with ben because like what he went through with like alcoholism it's nothing to fuck around with right but i did i i've seen him in interviews and i'll tell you one of the big things that ruined him for me as like somebody who i'm I'm interested in watching is is his appearance on bill maher oh that was bad it was he he came off like a real asshole have you ever heard Joe Rogan's theory on that? No. He thinks that he was on roids at the time for playing Batman and oh. that his that he was just like cuz he was he was, he was wildly aggressive. He yeah, was yelling. Yeah, he was weird. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like and you're not even making good points. Like no. that's the problem is like you're making horrible points but you think that if you yell them it makes you right. I'm like that's that's the worst kind of person to be in a conversation he with. He acted very childish. Um, and he needs to know who he's in a conversation with. This right. was the Sam Harris thing. Um, and Sam Harris is an atheist guy who right. was talking about religion and he, he was specifically talking about issues in the Middle East. Yeah. And basically Ben Affleck was like, well, if you say anything bad about religion there, it's racist. And it turned yeah. into this big thing. And it, yeah, it was not a good luck, but that was long ago. At it this was, point. it was a while ago. It's just, it's one of those things. It's kind of like, and it's nowhere near the same, but it's kind of like with, uh, um, uh, Mel Gibson where I'm oh, like, yeah, okay, that was horrible. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and completely different and, and I'm much more readily willing to forgive Ben Affleck, but you liked Ben Affleck more before you saw that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was the problem. And he might be a bit of a douche. In real life, I mean, he could be. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. Like, the thing is, is I'm like, I wish that you would go and hang out with uh, like Kevin Smith a little bit more because Kevin Smith seems like he's always going to be kind of like an affable, nice person. Yes, I would agree with that. And I always feel like people, if they lose touch with those people, like, I feel like it happens when they go to Hollywood and they get too big. Sure. Start smelling your own farts a little bit. He was uh, was in the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back or Reboot Reboot. or whatever the fuck it was called. We missed that. I I saw it. You did. I watched it at home. It sucked. Did it? Okay. It sucked. Did you rent it? Yeah, it was like a on-demand thing. Hey, it sucks. I'm going to rent. I'm going to watch it. You should watch it. But it's like a really cheap, shitty version of Jay and Silent Bob. And... The references jokes were okay in those older movies because right. you were referencing real things, but now this movie is just referencing its other movie. Oh, okay. The jokes are built around referencing oh, the first Jay work. and Silent that Bob movie. That might not movie. work so well for me because I haven't seen either of Clerks in a long time or Jay and Silent Bob in a long time or Dogma in a long time. So It also feels cheap. Mm. Like it was crowdfunded, oh. I, and I think it might have been. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks because I like Kevin Smith, but it's like so do I. But he hasn't made anything really good in a long time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he did make a movie called Red State that was kind of about like. Uh, oh, I did hear. Did you about ever that. see that? No, that was pretty good. I, I'm interested in that. I'm also interested in Tusk. I've never seen Tusk. We I, could review Tusk. I heard that's actually kind of good. I actually heard it was. Kind I would of good. watch that. I haven't um, seen it. But uh, then my, my last thing that I want uh, for, for shit we watched was uh, I've watched all of season one for you. Uh, the show okay. about Joe Goldberg, uh, everybody's dream man, uh, including. He's just great. Um, 
Yeah, I, you know, people kind of like shit on this show. I actually don't think it's like, okay, one, I, person's telling me, hey, watch this show. You have to get through season one to understand season two. I'm like, okay, fine. Got it. I'll watch Isn't season- that every show. No? It is. It is. But they're like, season two is way better. You just, you just got to, you just got to power through season one to get to season two. And, and I'm like, okay, uh, so I'll do it. And season one has not been, uh, or it was not horrible. I don't think that those statements are true. You think season one was better than season two? There's twists and turns in two that I really like, but overall one was a little more interesting. I really like the the little boy who lives next right. door. Yeah, That's yeah. one of my favorite parts of the show. Sure. Uh, but God, the show, it's so unbelievably entertaining to watch. See, I... I yes, thought, yeah, yes, and no. Okay. I, there, there were moments where like he's kind of going on dates or he's doing things, and I'm like... I find myself pulling out my phone. Okay. Uh, and, sure. And it's not like it's fine, but sometimes I'm like the problem. I always find the problem to be with a show like this is that it's built around one interesting character. I don't find really many of the other characters interesting. What I found about season one that I liked was that it actually kind of dealt with the idea of abusive, unhealthy relationships and the insecurities that both men and women bring to those relationships. Sure, and it, it, it uh, just puts a magnifying glass on yes, all of it. on all of it, and it's extreme, and it's a TV sort of lifetime movie oh, version so lifetime. of it. Yeah. But it also <laughs> hits a lot of it really well uh, about like men and their insecurities and women and their insecurities. And, um, and I found some real truths in the show. I'm like, that's kind of real oh there's parts where you're like "Ooh, that do i do that that's a little that's, it's you're, like you're, a it's a very uh you know blown up version of something maybe i've done right yeah oh it it, it there are moments where you're like oh that hits a little too close to home <laughs> yeah and you're like and i'm not a joel goldberg because never fucking kill anyone but you're like yeah but he's but that's, the guy he's your guy he's yeah he's the guy yeah he's your guy on the show he is well and then and, and you're kind of like well you're a monster I also like I like you. I like I like you. I really like you. I really don't want you to get caught. Every yes. time you're about to get caught, I'm nervous a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah, I just um yeah, you like you like him. You hate what he does. Um and I, I think it might I I don't want to, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to say something stupid. Uh, There are people who will be like, oh, well, it puts a wrong light on obsessive males or or whatever. And it and it, you know, it glorifies them in a way because he's 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 a sexy stalker. Yeah. sure. You know, so like this kind of guy probably not going to look like this in real life. Of course, then they say that the people who actually are killers tend to be incredibly charming in real life. So you know what? Fuck me. I'm like both right and wrong at the same time. If anyone is watching this, like I want Joe Goldberg. If there's something not just wrong having with them. fun with this and right. realizing what it is. Right. It's like watching like Jason from the Friday, the 13th movies and acting like, He's a hero. He's like a real guy. Right, yeah. I mean, and like nobody watches Friday the 13th to cheer on the big boobed bimbo who's running around in the <laughs> right. forest. Right. Yeah, you're there to watch some gore. And it doesn't mean that 
Oh, and, and there are people who think like that, though. Right. We need to stop this movie series right. because it's, you know, it glorifies the killing and kids are right. cheering. And it's like, give me a fucking break. I don't but, know. But I the, think he's a fun character. He's a fun character. He he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. And they do just enough to make you be like, oh, I, I see your point. And the performance is good. He's, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I like I said though, he is easily the best part of the show. Hundred oh, percent. Um, I found the love interest in the first season to be um a little unlikable and a little stupid. Uh I found her friend, uh got a peach, I believe is her name. The the, the really rich She was the chick in that I think my worst movie of the year, maybe last oh. year of the, the morgue, the morgue. Check. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hannah Grace possession. Oh. Of Hannah Grace. Yeah. Um, Don't yeah. Say hated, hated, loud. hated her. Okay. Hated her. Um, like in the way you're supposed to hate her or you yeah, think that it's like, just a weak ass character. Well, that's just, it, it's both. It's both. I hated her in the way that the show wanted me to hate her, but I also hated her because a lot of the, the show's characters are very broad strokes. Yes. Uh, and they tend to just sort of like, I represent They're X. archetypical characters. Yeah. Yes. I represent the rich or I represent Instagram culture or I represent entitlement. The bookworm or the, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, it's kind of like, that's why none of them are interesting beyond him because none of them are allowed to be anything more than that. Sure. So that's my problem with the show. It's still entertaining. Uh, I'm on I season two now. Have you watched any of it yet? I've watched, uh, I believe, the first two episodes. I do not like the new love interest either, who's love. named Love. I don't find her engaging in any way. Continue. Uh, Continue watching. That, that's what I've been told. We will have to discuss. I, I don't know how much you're going to like it. I'm not going to tell you if I hated it or liked sure, it or sure. whatever. I will say that I don't agree with the premise of or the idea that just get through the first season because the second one is where it all really. Right. That I don't understand. I actually kind of enjoyed. I enjoyed season one a hell of a lot more than I thought I would after I think the first episode. I was really I was kind of like, eh, no, I don't know fun. about this. It's a fun show. But it, like, it, it's it a fun guilty me. pleasure show. You. And as yeah. a man, you're like, fuck you. This is such a woman's show, but it's okay. But also, what the fuck am I doing? There are no aliens or robots or demons yeah, or cartoon how characters. Are we, how are we watching something like that? Uh, no, I. Uh, it, it does work, too, because like there's a scene, I the first season, when the blonde finds the thing up in the bathroom. Right. And I mean, that's a tense moment. It's so a tense it, moment. Yeah, now. it's good. Uh, now, I watched a few other things. Uh, I started The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez, uh, oh, right, which is right. the documentary on Netflix about the kid being tortured. We don't have to watch, talk too much about it. It's really good. Really hard to watch. Uh, Dune. Oh, uh, I heard that you're going to be discussing this. Or did this you was already? Last weekend. This was this was the last weekend. Yeah, that's might right. might be one of the hardest movies to sit through in the history of mankind, because not only is it boring, not only is it exposition laden, but you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so that movie's terrible. Um, and then I watched uh, The Beyond, the Lucio Fulci Italian horror classic okay. gore fest movie uh, woman she and, and this is another one that's dubbed over like Italian westerns were or whatever sure. um, 
So there's a woman, she inherits a hotel that's on one of the gateways to hell. And oh. all these people die in crazy fucking ways. Really fun movie. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I really like the music in these old Italian horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I'm going to mention is that I have been watching The Masked Singer oh, on Fox. They've gotten to you. They've Not, gotten to it you. It was never it's up always, to me. It's, ah, it was it a matter of time. It is the dumbest show I've ever watched. Yeah. Dumbest. It's dumber than any other, uh, you know, Joe Millionaire Right. was like Citizen Kane next to the yeah. mass singer. Right. Every week they trot a few on. And actually, as we're recording this, I believe there's an episode on right now. But basically, they trot out a few people in mass. They sing a song and you have to guess who it is with the clue packages or right. whatever. Right. I weep for the culture I, that this is like weep for the culture and I'm watching it. That's, so I weep for myself. Right. I have yet to watch an episode. I don't think I ever will. It's terrible. Uh, I remember seeing ads for it before it came out, before season one. And I love the fact that the show has been out for like not even a year. It's and it's been out three seasons. It's a, oh, season four coming yeah. soon. I was like, fuck you. That's not a season. I remember what a season yeah. was supposed to be for a full year. You motherfucker. No, and, and, a and, season is now we take like a six week break between seasons and it's a new season. Yeah. Anything that can go from season to season that quickly can straight get fucked because there's no quality involved. But I remember the first time I saw ads, I was at a bar, had a few, was with some people <laughs> and I just spent like the whole time and it was mostly because they were just allowing me to do it. But I was like, oh, so-and-so is wearing a mask. Is he an egg? Is he is he scrambled or is he sunny side up? What a waste of time. What song is he going to sing? Who's under the mask? I don't know. It's a waste of time. Hey, people be loving it, man. And it's great because, like, they pushed the advertisements for that so hard that if you happen to be a regular person who, like, doesn't skip ads or or can't skip ads because it's live tv and not youtube uh there's like no way you weren't seeing it so like at the bar i was seeing it like every oh, yeah. four well, minutes and then they burn it out because they know it's not going to be interesting in like two years so they'll just get a bunch of seasons done yeah. what, finish it what are they gonna do like could they combine that with like American idol or something? Could that, could could they combine that with like American gladiator and we could like hit the celebrities? Who knows? Let's do do that. I actually, I'm not going to end on that note. I got one more thing. Oh boy. This is it. Sure. The season finale or series finale. I don't know of, uh, the outsider was on Sunday night. Sure. The best season finale ever slash finale whatever it is of any show i've seen in a long time it was perfect oh perfect i hit that really high oh i cried watching this uh-huh. finale it was wow the build-up was great and jackson the does not admit was, that readily i it was fucking great and what's his name? Uh, the the bad guy from Rogue One. Sure. Mendelson. Ben Mendelson, yeah. Awesome. Love uh, Harriet, the Harriet, Harriet Tubman. Sweet <laughs> Harriet. Yeah, her. Yeah, Harriet Tubman. We're just going to call her. I forget her name. She is great. 
everyone in it is great. The characters are all fucking awesome. It's scary. It's sad. It was intense. It was everything. I loved it. I loved it. He loved it. It was huge. A plus ending. A A plus plus ending. Huge. A plus. Let me you tell had to you. stick Trump in there before the end. Of the you episode. were taking such big pauses, and there were so many hand movements. <laughs> I suppose you that's were true. becoming Trump yourself. That's true. Playing the accordion. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. God damn it. <laughs> but on that note, this has been another episode of Bored and Annoyed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy your uh, your weekends, folks. Yep. Don't get sick. I'm not going to leave you off on that load. We love you and thank you for listening.